Good morning and welcome to the weekly roundtable. C-SPAN here. I am going to tell you if it sounds like I'm tired, I am. I just did the, um, the – I guess there were eight of us this morning in Villanova that did the water wad. And so if you haven't listened to uh, Winnebago's roundtable from last week, I recommend you go back, listen to that one. Uh, we did it as a team, and so it took us right about 45 minutes. But uh, I'll just share with you the third segment, or the, the second 600-meter farmer's carrier, um, was brutal. And so um, hopefully you guys all signed up for that. If you haven't, uh, World Water Day is 322, and I'm just going to encourage you to get after it. So jumping into today's topic, it's all about mental battle. And uh, this is what separates F3 Nation from CrossFit and the other workouts in the world is uh, we're more than a workout. We're actually trying to help each other get through life. And so I uh, have two, two high-impact men on the call today. And let's start with the easy stuff first. Earhart, who EH'd you? How long have you been doing F3? So uh, let's see. Uh, EH'd by uh, F3 Profit in the Natville uh, Greensboro area. We kicked off an AO um, at our church, um, J-Town Beatdown, and um, actually just had our five-year anniversary uh, last week. And uh, so I've been doing it five years and uh, was named by Nancy um, that uh, I originally was named Amelia, and he felt the need to name as many girl names as possible because he carried Nancy. Thank you, Dred. And... Um, <laughs> yeah, so he was pretty upset when my name got changed to Earhart when we found there was another Amelia in the the Natville region. <laughs> so, um, but that's that's where I, I come in meeting F three. Yeah, so a couple things there. Congratulations on five years. Uh, yeah. For the pod packers that haven't hit that five year mark, it's really it really is a. Um, you know, when a guy or a region or an AO has hit five years, it really means it's going to stick. And uh, and I know a lot of guys who say, "Hey, I've been in a place five years and still, they, you know, eight guys in a parking lot." Um, that's what yeah. three is all about. And so, you, yeah. you know, the eight guys will cycle in and out, but uh, after five years, it's going to stick. And so, just uh, congratulations on that. I appreciate so, that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And then our podcast, uh, regular uh, across F3 Nation, Drop Thrill, who EH you? How long have you been doing F3? Uh, good morning, C-SPAN. Uh, actually, next week, uh, coming up on seven years, uh, oh, was EH'd by, um, goodness, blank this morning, <laughs> Schedule C, <laughs> Big Luke 2, and Byron. So there was three guys. It took three guys in about three months to get me to come out, but I finally came out in March of 2014. Awesome. And shout out to those three guys. And I um, and Thrill, the other one, I, I always want to make sure we kind of go through your lineage because you were a Mint Hill. I know you're a Fort Mill guy now. I know you bounce around Area 51. And so uh, anybody that uh, knows Thrill, he has um, been sporting F3 across the uh, South Charlotte, top of South Carolina, um, since he got involved. So just a T-Claps brother for keep getting after him. So, yeah, appreciate we, we didn't have uh, F3 in Mint Hill until about the time I left Mint Hill, but, uh, so I was an Area 51 guy before I became a Fort guy. 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Fort's better off than once you came there. And so let's um, let's jump into it. And I'm gonna I'm gonna start, um, and I'm gonna try and set the table a little bit for the pod packers. So we talk about F3 Mental Battle. We talk about what makes us different from CrossFit and everything else going on out there. Uh, one of it is we're not afraid to talk about hard subjects. And so uh, a lot of us put on this facade that everything's perfect, that we were a sad clown, and now I wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning and I'm not a sad clown anymore because I'm working out. Uh, reality is there's a lot of guys, and you're probably working out with them. If you work out with eight guys each morning, there's probably half of them that are dealing with stuff. And so uh, I just appreciate these two guys. We're going to talk about F3 mental battle and just kind of the mental development that's going on across F3 Nation. Um, but these two guys are going to share their story. And so as pod packers, I'm just going to ask you to uh, sit back. Uh, probably a lot of the things they're going to talk about in their stories are going to sound familiar in your stories. So, uh, Earhart, why don't, I don't know if that was a good table set, but if, if you anything you yeah. want to add, and then maybe if you want to start sharing your story, that would be great. Yeah, yeah, um, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, C-SPAN, you know, I think it's like um, it, it's just a difficult <laughs> – well, one and I and I've heard it on um, I heard it on Circle of Trust um, as well. But man, this is one of those things that takes a lot of vulnerability. And um, and I think, like you said, that's the difference between a um, an F3 and a and a CrossFit or the Y or all these other things. Um, uh, that commitment to leaning into each other. And for me, um, you know, timeline-wise, time um, probably about five and a half, six years ago, um, you know, I, I woke up uh, going 100 miles per hour, uh, you know, and not even holding a steering wheel. Um, I was out of control, Um you know, from from the outside looking in, uh, you know, I said hey to everybody at church. Um, we did we did all the, the the things that I needed to do at work. Um, that it, that I was a productive, uh, uh, just a productive person in society, right? <laughs> like just, but I was dead on the inside, um, in a lot of ways, and uh, you know. I think, you know, when when I heard F3 and you start getting all the lingo, I totally related to uh, Sad Clown. Um, that was who I was. Um, you know, I would say uh, I was active. I worked out. I, you know, I'd completed triathlons. I had uh, all these things that, again, from the from the outside looking in. Um, was uh, something that I felt, it, looking at anybody else when you compare, right, that, look, that's a, that's a good guy, um, and I wasn't. Um, I realized and I, and I identified that I was an addict. Um, I was ch- chasing and seeking and scheming. A lot of my mental bandwidth was uh, in trying to find some way uh, to just numb myself. Um, and, you know, I think uh, I started going to uh, a couple of groups and 
um, where there were other uh, folks dealing with the same thing I was dealing with. And, um, you know, I think that numbing and, and now being on this side of it, finding F3, um, you know, uh, F3 just was this part of this thing that my life was in complete disorder and trying to find order and trying to, to clean up my my life through out of addiction and to sobriety. Um, F3 was this huge part of just showing up. Now, when I showed up at a workout, I sat in the car until 529, right? I didn't get out of the car. And matter of fact, probably uh, a year or two years into it, <laughs> I had a PAX member say, um, look, like I thought you were mute for so long because I just didn't engage, right? And But I needed some solid footing, and that's what F3 gave me. I knew I could show up somewhere at 530. I could look on a map. I could go to our website. I could find a workout, um, and I needed that. I needed that stability. Um, to me, I was trying to scorch earth scorch earth this whole thing and just try to start over. Um, and that included what was happening inside the house and then just with who I was as a person and a man, you know, and I was just numb all the time. And then I think that vulnerability portion that I talked about, like when you start opening up, it's hard, you know, and, um, you know, seeking therapy and telling another man that that you need that (laughs) is one of the most, that's one of the hardest things uh, to do. And that invitation to F3 and seeing what these men had together, um, that, you know, they weren't necessarily in a same group where, you know, um, like this bond I had with, uh, some of the groups I was going to uh, is beautiful, and and it's that same thing. I saw something very similar in some of these shield blocks and some of these groups of men, you know, um, talking about deeper things, you know, because, like, you go to that second F and that third F, and you start getting to know men and that they genuinely care about you, right? Um and so for me in my journey, like I said, you know, before starting F3, I recognized I had a problem. And recognizing that I had a problem didn't make it better. It made it harder. Um, but I needed continually to progress through um, all of the hurt and the pain and not being numb. Um, and sometimes doing these workouts just drove me to a place where you know, I needed, I needed to feel these things, right? <laughs> and for me, like, you know, I completed an Ironman. I've, I've done those things and literally was trying to run away from all of this hurt. But this was different. This was coming alongside some other men that just genuinely cared. They didn't have to know what I was going through, but they would ask, how are you doing, right? I had a bird's nest, a Tommy boy, um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I know I'm, I'm missing a bunch of them, but these, these guys came alongside me and like genuinely were 
like pouring life into me in a way that I just, you know, giving tough love. Um, uh, don't you know is uh, <laughs> he sat me down recently, gave me some tough love. I lost my job. I mean, life life continues to move on even when you decide like, hey, I'm an addict and now I need to clean up. Like life still happens, right? I have four boys, beautiful, wide open, uh, two teenagers and then an 11 and a, and a eight-year-old. And it's a lot, right? I mean, it's still, there's still life to be uh, had and to push through and, um, you know, identifying some of these things and having men to go, hey, you know what, hold me accountable beyond just my addiction, that that love and care for me. That's what F3 has been for me and in my story. And, um, you know, uh, when I had to upheaval all of my life um, with no roadmap, um, this put me in some solid footing that I know I could show up somewhere. And, uh, you know, um, I'm a quote guy. I love quotes. I, I, I have these journals, um, these things that I, I do and um, for my sobriety. And uh, those are things that are, are key to me that come alongside this eight block that we do that, that support what we do in shield block. And for me, I guess, for folks that are listening, um, there's a, there's a key, uh, key thing, a key step that I really just want men that are struggling to understand. And for those that aren't struggling, and I'm doing air quotes, you can't see that on a podcast, but um, for those that aren't or that are in a better place, um, there's a couple of, of things, right? We, we have to be vulnerable and there has to be somewhere that someone can be vulnerable. And we have to provide those opportunities. And it's as simple as asking, how are you doing? And if somebody gives you the, I'm great, and moves on, right? Because that's what I did for years in, in F3 as I was learning to be sober. And then there were some days where people got an earful from me when I said, you know what, I'm not, I'm not doing good today. Um, and but that vulnerability is such a key part. Like that, there, there's some. I mean, even today, I'll be honest. <laughs> coming on this podcast, like, I know, I know, I know that there was a vulnerability I had to step into to be able to to speak to you guys um, and put this out there. This is this is a lot bigger than me, and I, I appreciate it and love this opportunity, and I love to speak about these things. Um, because it's opened so many doors for me to speaking to young men that my my therapist has put me in touch with, like being an impact in other people's lives, understanding that there are people and men that that absolutely um, walk through life just numb. And And when we're tired of being numb, there has to be a vulnerability that we step into, and it's scary as hell. Scary as hell. Yeah. And that power, brother, you know? 
Yeah, and and brother, I, I I'm I'm going to jump in because first off, I got to get the thank you out for being this vulnerable and, and being able to say, this is what F3 did for me. Because first off, you just described exactly uh, probably what all the listeners um, talked about. You know, we didn't know what we didn't know until somebody invited us to F3, right? Like I didn't know I needed a workout group. I knew there were a bunch of things going on in my life. Like, I, you know, just listening to your story, um, you know, that whole feeling of just showing up and having a group of guys that, um, you know, in the Marine Corps, I had a, bunch, a group of guys that were constantly giving me crap. And I, you know, I loved it and I hated it. But F3 is kind of the same thing. I show up, I show up every morning, guys, no, um, you're going to get an earful normally from me. Um, and when I'm quiet, people are like, hey, is everything okay? And I'm like, yeah, right. they, they know when I'm quiet. Yeah, no, when they know I'm quiet, they know stuff's going on. So, like, the way you described that was so beautiful because you're basically describing what we're, what we're all craving as, as men is we want to be able to go someplace and say, you know, women have all these other ways to do things where, um, you know, guys, I just like to show up at the workout and get it, you know, I call it my therapy and um, that brotherhood is – is what I need, right? Is All right. that's what you needed. It's what I needed. It's what thrill needs is being able to, uh, you know, <sighs> there's a piece of vulnerability there, but there's also a piece of, uh, I can actually be myself and I don't have to like, right. you know, at work, I got to act like I'm a man and I actually, like, I got my, you know, my, my stuff, you know, squared away. But in reality, all of us really don't have our stuff squared away. And then, you know, 5 o'clock, right. you know, 5.15 to 6, I can be my, myself, right? And right. those guys still like, they still like me, right? Um, right. You know, different, but I think, different you know, my job. And, and I think I'm handing it back. You have to, yeah, I, I think you just have to push in, like, right? It, like, again, I'm a quote guy. It's, it, it starts by choosing to listen. You slow down enough to hear one little whisper from your soul telling you that it's time for more. Instead of begging the pain to go away, you choose to hear what your pain is begging of you. You open yourself up just enough to allow in the possibility of a new way of being. And that's that first step. That, and that is, like you said, like, and I think showing up to those things is that vulnerability that is so important, right? And then, and then you have it for yourself, right, in journaling, writing it out, however you can get that crazy that the, the – the, the cycle, I, I forget the F3 lexicon for it, but just when your mind is just constantly this whirlwind of things that we don't know how to control, and then having a shield lock that you can go, hey, this is what I'm thinking, right? And it, it is. Like, look, F3, you know, my, my, my group, my accountability group, and my addiction has been so important. And I, but then there's this F3 component that has mirrored that so much. And it's been like, when I go there, I can, I, I talk about the things that are related to addiction. F3, I'm talking about the things related to addiction and life, you know, and that's what's the beauty of it. And that's where that shield lock and the, the eight panel and these things are so key um, that, you know, I know it's hard to get into. Some, it's hard to ask, like, like, it's easy to look on the outside and, like, you show up and you're new. You're an F&G or maybe you've been doing it a couple of years and you see these guys have this shield lock and be real with each other and you sort of feel on the outs. 
but it's being vulnerable enough saying, I need a shield box, you know? Yeah, and I, I still think that, like, uh, that kind of brotherhood that we have, that is truly what separates F3 from anywhere else you're going to work out. And I've done a lot of workouts, right? I didn't realize right. in all the workouts and all the running and everything else I was doing, it's I was actually looking for this brotherhood. Like, after the workout today, we did this terrible water wad, but we spent... <laughs> We spent 40, I don't know, 48 minutes doing this crazy workout, but we spent probably 16 or 17 minutes, the eight of us all sitting in the par- you know, sat in the parking lot and drank coffee with each other and talked and laughed. Um, and that was the brotherhood that I was craving. And it sounds like the same exact thing you were craving was, oh, yeah. I just want to go and be one of the guys and, and be part of the group. And I think when we talk about the mental battle and, and trying to be, part of a group. I just appreciate you saying being vulnerable because, you know, I, I could have, I could have done just like I do at work, showed up, you know, squared away, said all the right yeah. things. Anybody yeah. asked, yeah. I could have always given my, my canned response of, yep, everything's perfect. Yeah. I couldn't be better. Yeah. You know, I could have done that, but being in F3, I'm much more vulnerable because these guys like me. Well, probably they didn't like me. It isn't going to matter if I'm truthful, you know, or not. They're either going to like me or they're not going to like me, and it's okay either way, right? But right. what I've found out is once I'm, once I'm myself, these guys all like me, right? And they really right. like me from 5.15 to 6 o'clock in the morning, and I think that's what really separates F3 from other workouts. And I'll hand and, it back to you, brother. Yeah, no, and just, you know, and I, I know, uh, you know, we're – I want to I want to let Drop Thrill get in, and um, – but I – the – the thing too that I love about it, and I'll give a shout out to F3 Talks and uh, what we're doing, what's what F3 Greensboro has here. Um, that I continue to learn and grow and get uncomfortable. That's the other thing F3 provides, right? Like you get uncomfortable in a crazy uh, CSOP, and you get to know men and you sit around and you go, what did we just do? You know, and there's that aspect of it. And then there's this other aspect where you have men come alongside and you go, you know, in F3 talks, like where we have this brotherhood that we take into life in general and and expanding our understanding of men of color and what's going on in life. And like, it's uncomfortable life. And, and it's this leaning into, um, that is constantly uh, provided to us. These opportunities are provided to us to lean into and have really hard, real conversations that has absolutely brought so much to me uh, that otherwise I wouldn't have. Just going to work, going to a Y, you know, and, and doing a workout or, you know, doing the workout of the day there and then coming back in, you know, you know, shower, kids at school, all, you know, it just goes. Like, there's this whole other thing and network of men. Like, I go to Louisville for Thanksgiving, and I go and work out with those guys, and I absolutely love it. And, you know, <laughs> uh, we, you know, I, I, this whole community is something that, you know, um, has been so much to me, and, um knowing I can show up and just say F3 Earhart, F3 Greensboro, you know, and just be celebrated to be welcomed in, and that's anywhere. And um, it, but again, it, you know, 
being vulnerable enough to show up and do those things. Like it's like it's such a simple thing to show up to a workout, but it's also super hard for those that are struggling because they just don't see it. And we, and that's why it's so important to EH and continue to EH and have these FNGs and to, to, to just say, you know, it's, you know, I, I've told people about F3 and they're like 5.30 and you only work out with dudes. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, like it's a community, you know, and like some of these guys go, okay, well, and, and it, but then when you tell them what we do outside of those workouts, like some of the light bulb goes off for those guys because that, it, like you said, that's what they're wanting. That's what they're needing. Um, and even when we do get them out there to be, to, to help lean into their life and just listen, um, that's such a key part, you know, and, Anyway, I, I I'll turn it over to drop throw, but and, and you, but look like men that are out there uh, struggling. Um, if you hear anything, uh, I'm at F3 Earhart um, on Twitter, and that's uh, E A R H A R T. That's not Earnhardt, as uh, some Tommy boy likes to joke with me about. And, uh, <laughs> I just, did, not, I just, uh, I just, I just, yeah, I just raised three fingers, as you said, uh, Earnhardt. I just raised three <laughs> fingers for you. So. That's right. But uh, yeah, I listen. I know. I statistically, I know there are men that don't know how to lean into this. Um, and addiction is one that is filled with shame, and it's hard to admit. And shame and fear want to keep us hidden and isolate, and isolate, isolate, isolate. And that's the exact opposite thing that happens when you have to come out to F3 because you have to be out there a little bit. And um, and the more you get comfortable with putting yourself out there and being in front of a group of men, and um, it, it, it just adds so much life um, and uh, just... Um, I, I don't want anybody out there to hear this, and if they're struggling, uh, reach out um, because there's some. Your presence matters. Your presence absolutely matters, and I just um, I want you to hear that because there are some men that just don't understand that, and they feel that they need to stay hidden, and you you don't have to have, be hidden anymore. Yeah. So. Amen to that, brother. I mean, I, I, all the way from Philadelphia, I just gave you a big knuckle bump because yeah, uh, if you're listening, if you're listening to this and you, uh, uh, it's at C-SPAN F3. You can email me at C-SPAN at F3 Nation. You can call me. You could text me. Whatever you know, get me on the Nation Slack channel. You can find my phone number. If you need somebody to talk to, we're here. You can call him. You can call me. You can call Thrill. Yes. We'll. Um, we are here to help you. You don't. You don't have to fight this fight in, alone anymore. So. We can uh, we can definitely help you with that, brother. Thank you so much for sharing your testimony this morning, yeah. uh, and thank you thank you for being vulnerable and reminding guys that it's okay to be vulnerable and, and just keep showing up. I, I think those are the two yeah. things I'm going to take from your speed or from your talk this morning was keep showing up. That. Yeah, absolutely. Keep showing up. Yep. Thrill. I um. I feel like uh, we got to. What do you want to talk about? You want to talk about the workouts? You want to talk about what's going on? Or what do you want to do? So I'll, I'll give the really short version of my testimony, and then we'll jump into the workout. So Let's do it. Um, so, 
All right, so um, just to give you a little background of my mental battles personally. Um, so my mother actually had mental health um, issues. She was such a private person, first of all, that she wouldn't tell us exactly what it, She would always tell us, I have a chemical imbalance, and she had to take medication for that. Um, so, you know, you can make your own judgment or guess what that meant. Um, and I don't know for sure, so I won't. I won't guess at this point. So, but anyway, she she was uh, a very sweet Christian lady, and most people outside the family always knew her as very sweet, very kind. But she always also had a very dark side, and she could flip that switch to the darkness in a hurry. Um, she kept it hidden, except from the family, you know. Um, so as a result, she had to take medication for the last thirty years of her life because she had a complete mental breakdown um, about thirty, thirty-five years ago. Um, in 2014, um, as a result of uh, the medication she had to take, uh, she actually had a kidney failure, and she actually passed away uh, in 2014. Um, I say all that just to give you a little background because I've had my own mental battles, um, and I didn't really kind of get it that it is hereditary. It is, it is a chemical thing for some people. Some people, it's just your environment. That's totally true. Um, but for me, in, in some ways, it was both for, for myself. Um, I never committed suicide or tried to commit suicide or anything like that, but um, especially in my teen years and my 20 years, uh, 20s, um, it was just something that was always in the back of my mind. Um, for whatever reason, I had convinced myself that I had this terrible life, and, you know, from outside looking in, most people would say I had a great life, and I, di I did. I have a great life now. Um, so fast forward to 2014, after much prodding and poking um, and EHing, um, guys got me into F3 um, in Charlotte, and I don't know, it was probably about six months into it, I, I realized that this is what I'd been missing. I had been missing... Um, close male friends in my life. I grew up in the church. I was in church all my life, but I really didn't have a close group of men that, you know, I could just let the walls down. Um, I was an extremely lonely guy. I, I was not married, still not married. Um, and, you know, a lot of that loneliness uh, drove me, you know, toward thoughts of suicide, thoughts of, you know, harming myself. Um, I never did physically ever try to, but, you know, it was always right in the back of my mind. Um, so jump forward a little bit as well to a couple of years ago, um, and I'm listening to the roundtable, and um, Yagi and Aerobi were on there, and they were talking about doing a mental battle workout, um, which the anniversary is coming up March 27th, and I was like, this is it. This is my D2X. This is this is what I am enthusiast about, as Dredd likes to say. Um, this is what, you know, because I had been, you know, involved in F3 long enough, and I was like, what is my thing? What, do I, what am I excited about? What am I, you know, this is my thing. And the mental battle was it. I knew it from, the, you know, the minute they started talking. I was like, well, this is, this is it. Um, and so they... Miyagi and Uribe basically decided just to do the workout, and I was like, that's great. But afterwards, I was like, well, can we start a Twitter account? Can we keep this thing going? And I'm not going to say that I'm a great visionary, but, you know, 
it's just been really amazing how God has you know taken this thing. And I mean, there's guys from coast to coast now talking about middle battle, and that's not that is not a me thing. That is just totally a God thing. Um, but you know, I I just can't say enough um, about you know what Miyagi and Roby started and inspired, and the roundtable started and inspired, um, and has brought us to today. Uh, with all that being said, um, there is a, a mental battle workout that is, uh, it's just a guideline. You don't have to follow it, wrote, um, but it is out there at F3 Battle on Twitter if you want to check it out. Um, so sometime next week we're just encouraging guys um, to plan a mental battle workout um, and involve with that is some discussion time, um, and it could be in the middle, throughout, at the end. Um, it's totally up to you guys. Um, but you know, we're just encouraging you to talk about these things. Um, and you know, it's like Eric was saying, it's, it's vulnerability is, is a hard thing for men, but we've got to talk about these things because the suicide rate among men is so much higher than among women. Um, it's, it's just astronomical, and it's because men just hide these things. We 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 bury them, um, and we can't do that anymore. We we just got to stop doing that. that I'll throw it back to you, C-SPAN. Yeah, and uh, brother, I'm gonna I'm gonna you're getting a big knuckle bump from Philadelphia that I'm just gonna say, thank you for being vulnerable and sharing your testimony because uh, I, I think all of us need to at least recognize. Um, you know, to your point, we all have parents. Our parents did the best they could, um, different degrees, but we're a reflection of what our, how our parents raised us. And, um, you know, I just I appreciate you being vulnerable and saying, um, you know, it, it basically sets you on a course that, uh, you know, you've, you're working through. And I think that's the other one that, you know, I, I, I always appreciate talking to Thrill because he's not afraid to say, I'm a work in progress, man. I'm not done yet, which I'm, I've always been saying also is I'm, I'm still under construction, man. I'm just not done. You know, I'm trying to get better every day, but um, one of the things I'm willing to recognize now, not different than, you know, before I started F3 is the mental battle is a part of that. Like I, I can get my muscles fit, but I also got to get my heart and my mind uh, right. And so um, just appreciate your transparency. I, I'm going to tell you, the, uh, I've been to a couple different F3 uh, mental battle workouts where the cue has modified it, and so I'm, I'm going to tell you know encourage all the F, I'm going to tell the first FQs and encourage all the first FQs if you don't have a, a mental battle workout, you know make it uh, whatever the AO is. You can modify it up, modify it down, modify it sideways, add 50 uh, flying squirrels to it, whatever you got to do, um, but try and leave enough gap that for guys to be vulnerable because a lot of them that might be the first time that, you know, they've heard other men actually talk about being vulnerable and saying, Hey, I don't have to go with this alone. So, um, thrill. I just, I appreciate everything you've done. I, I am going to tell you, you're going to give all the credit to God and I'm going to say amen on that. And I'm also going to say, uh, sometimes the uh, foot soldiers, foot soldiers need to be recognized or as and I would like to say, the Marines need to be recognized that are in the ground and in the trenches. And I know you've been pushing this and, and making sure things have happened. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, on behalf of the nation, I'm just going to say thank you. So I'm going to hand it back to you, Thrill. Anything else you want to encourage the guys to do as we uh, talk mental battle for next week? 
Um, so, first of all, thanks for that. I appreciate the kind words. Um, I would throw it back to say, um, if you have not listened to last week's 43 Feet podcast, definitely go check that out. Um, that was another amazing thing that just happened, and we know it wasn't just happened. SkyQ was involved with that. Um, mm-hmm. The other things I would, I would throw out two resources. I know we've got a lot of readers in the nation. Um, one of my favorite books is called Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Meyer. That's Battlefield of the Mind. Um, it's actually celebrated its 25th anniversary this year, um, and it's her, still her best-selling book after all these years. It sold over 4 million copies. Um, so that tells me that there's a lot of people out there struggling with mental health. Um, so Battlefield of the Mind, I would re- definitely recommend. Um, and uh, another book is called The Good Life, which is by my pastor, uh, Dr. Derwin Gray. Um, so The Good Life is just talking about you know, um, expectations. He wrote it before the pandemic, but it, it sets, you know, you can tell that SkyQ was, like, involved in that writing of that book. Um, there's just a lot of thoughts about expectations in life and what, what are we here for, all that sort of thing. Um, so I, I would just uh, share those two resources as well. Yeah, and I'll also say I, I like your pastor because he was also probably the best football player pastor that we have, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, I like that guy. That guy can play. So, um, gents, I, I, yeah. I just want to thank you both. Yeah, I want to thank you both for uh, being on, being vulnerable. I'm going to um, let you guys do closing words. The PACs, if you made it to this point in the podcast, I'm just going to tell you, don't go out alone. You don't need to go out alone. I'm going to let Earhart and Drop Thrill have final say, but please just understand, um, it's more than a workout. Check on your – check on your. you don't see somebody for a couple of weeks, call them. If you see them and you can tell something's not right, call them after the workout. Get them one-on-one. You know, invite them to coffee. Do something. That's what uh, makes us different. So, Earhart, I'm going to let you uh, – let you do your final thoughts. Yeah, uh, man, and both of you, C-SPAN, I appreciate the um, the invite and um, you know drop through. I I've been um, uh, just blessed by by you opening up and pushing this out there. You know, I think especially uh, in front of the whole nation, um, that takes a lot, and um, I know we've contacted each other a little bit and I, I appreciate the invite uh, directly to, to come on here because this is so important and um, you know as far as resources go there there are a lot out there um, and some are super scientific uh, to help understand why we process things and um, I'm a big Brene Brown fan <laughs> I, I enjoy some of her work on on when the way we process information and uh, habits and um, uh, but man like some days for me I, I have to just read Psalm 139 and I'll put that out there because um, that is something that uh, has guided me and then there's just been various other things and and that's just for folks that are struggling you're going to get these things, and they're going to get mentioned to you two or three times. Pick that thing up, whatever that is, because somebody that's being mentioned into your life, and, and if we're listening close enough, um, those, those things are there for you uh, 
to to take a little bit of a step forward. Um, and so I just challenge uh, anybody out there. But um, and I guess uh, the one thing, and I love this quote. Uh, it has been uh, something that um, has meant some to, a lot to me, and I have to remind myself of it. But fate whispers to the warrior, you cannot withstand the storm. And the warrior whispers back, I am the storm. And I love that quote because I have to remind myself that I have it inside of me. Um, and I need help from SkyQ. And, and there's a lot of these other things that are going on in life, but just recognize that, that it's not something you can't overcome. So, And I'll hand it over to you, Dropville. Thanks, brother, for also for the kind words. Um, so I'll just uh, make it brief and just um, share my contact information. If, if guys ever want to reach out, please feel free to. It's really hard to find me. Uh, email is <laughs> dropthrill drop at hotmail.com. That's the email. Twitter is at dropthrill. I'm also in Instagram at dropthrill. <laughs> so, um, and then, you know, reach out to me um, there. Also, um, Encourage you to follow the mental battle on Twitter at F3 Battle. And you posted some of the workouts right on there as well recently. Yes, the the battle's uh, workout is there right now. Yeah, you had posted a couple of them. Yeah, that'll be good resources. Yeah, absolutely. Gents, I'm going to tell you, great talking to you guys. Thank you for being vulnerable and uh, getting everything out there. Uh, for the packs, get out there, get after the workouts, um, keep checking on each other, keep encouraging each other, keep pushing each other. So that's what's going to make us better, not only in our muscles, but in our minds and our hearts. So uh, for the rest of you, I'll talk to you next week. You two keep getting after it, all right? Have a great all day. Right. All right, you all too. Right. Bye.